With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Forget what you learned in school. Never mind what your parents told you. Disregard what your friends say. From now on, the only people are these guys. For the next several minutes, they'll take you on a journey through the political jungle. When your journey is over and you're safe at home, they promise you'll be stronger, smarter, and just plain better. So buckle up, hang on to your ears, because your journey starts now. Now. Believe me, if I started murdering people, there'd be none of you left. Ooh. Yikes. Wow. And happy birthday. <laughs> Is it his birthday? No, I oh, don't know. Oh, okay. Does he have a birthday? He's dead. Yeah, I'm sure he does. That was Charles Manson, by the way. It's Thursday, and we're back. We've been away for a while. It's May 30th, uh, 2019. We're coming to you via the Freedom... Freedom Studios on the 15th floor of the Patriot Towers. We're in Liberty City. Uh, where are we at today, Nate? Belgium. Belgium. We are oui, in oui. Belgium, right across from... They speak French there. Right across from the uh, French. Well, or, Germans anyways. I don't remember yeah. what... You said something before the show. I don't remember what it was. Oh, oh, oh. Hercule uh, Perot. November 12th. What is... Oh. Charles Manson's Okay, well, we'll remember that for... Birthday. If we're still on the air. Oh, I'm not worried about it. I just uh, thanks for to joining us. Yes, this is the ad odd show. He does have a birthday. It is. I'm Brian. That's uh, Nate. Yeah. Uh, we wrote a book together called My Parents Open Carry. You can get it on Amazon.com. It's a great kids book. Yay! Check out Chug Dug T-shirts for any kind of custom or pre-made shirts. Great prices. Great company. Yep. Yep. I would boo them too. Hey, I hope everyone had a uh, pleasant Memorial Day that weekend. Did you do anything with the family, Nate? Yes. What did you do? Can't tell you. <laughs> They're still tied up in the basement. No. Oh, we. I didn't do too much. Yeah, we went to some garage sales. Oh. Um, I went to my parents and changed the front struts on a vehicle. Oh, that's fun. So that was exciting. Yeah. Uh, it was. It was fun. I had a lot of fun. I like it. I'm not good at it. They're on there. The new ones, yeah. so that's good. They look good. It's always there. good if you get the old yeah. ones off and get new Remember, ones Remember, for a car, it's better to look good than to be able to drive. That's that's my motto. So, uh, I, you know. As I you can tell by the cars in my driveway, I yeah, care that I, they look nice. I, I drove up today to the studio, and there's, uh, I thought it was a commune had moved in. So many cars. <laughs> and then I just realized yeah. that you're just collecting cars. I, well, there's two that you didn't see. I know. <laughs> That's why I couldn't get into it's, the garage. It, yeah, it's becoming a problem. 
I would think so. Mm-hmm. Has the township visited you lately? Visited no, you? Screw them. Hell with the township. Screw government. <clears throat> Listen, I set them straight after the first encounter. Right. And, uh, Tell you the got to get license plates and stuff. Well, no, that wasn't, yeah, right. That was, it, it was plated and insured. That's the right. problem. That was the problem. Just one of my cool neighbors didn't enjoy it. Well, everybody loves the Munster Mobile. Yeah. Look, it's a hearse, and I can park it in my driveway if I want to. Yeah. yeah. It's just the bodies in the back were starting to pile up. <laughs> they complained about the smell. Yeah. Well, hey. And the flies. You ever come across like something dead in the woods, and the first thing before you hear it, you you or see it, you hear that. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then you get a little closer, and then you get the smell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> you remembered. Oh, I forgot to feed the dog. <laughs> Aww. Uh, that's not funny. It's National uh, Mint Julep Day. Well, did you do anything for the weekend? Not a damn thing. I think. I think um, based on a lot of the memes and things that I see on my Facebook feed, you're supposed to feel bad about enjoying the weekend. Yeah. And that's a thing that's always kind of bugged me. Like, sure. I understand Memorial Day and how it's different. Uh, it's different from Veterans Day or Armed Forces Day or whatever. I, I, I understand. I don't know if it's actually that people don't want you to enjoy yourself. They just don't want you to forget what the weekend's sure, about. Sure, sure. And the day is about. Sure. There's there's a difference. My brother and his wife went up to paradise. How was that? Well, they passed away. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Paradise, Michigan. <laughs> well, I know, but what happened to them? It's, <laughs> they died. <laughs> uh, you know, Michigan has paradise, and as you very well know, they have hell. I got married there. You were married in hell, yep. and it's been hell ever since. When my mom and dad got married, he took her to paradise for yeah. their honeymoon. Wow. He thought it was a funny joke. I'm taking you to paradise, honey. It was January. Yeah. <laughs> in the Upper Peninsula of, of Michigan. There was a lot of snow. Yeah. I remember it well. I got married in February in hell. I know it. A lot of snow. Isn't that, isn't that fun? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So anyways, they, my brother had a good time, I guess. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Man, lots of rain? Oh, yeah, terrible. I I looked at the national radar on the Internet. They have that on computers now. Last night, because I heard Oklahoma and Texas and all the way up into Illinois and Indiana, in parts of Ohio, big, long strip of thunderstorms, and it was all red. I mean, there wasn't much green or light green. It was red. That's torrential. <clears throat> Especially like Oklahoma, Texas, they don't get a lot of rain, and so I imagine there was lots of flooding. I know there's flooding um, like in uh, Kansas and out in the north, north Midwest. Um, we've, we've been getting a lot of rain. Oh, yeah, a ton of rain. My, my grass has never looked better. <laughs> you just have to mow it more often. I don't. That's a, well, you don't have to. I have to pay somebody right. to mow it. But then the township will come after you. Yes, you know? Nate, I have that kind of money. <laughs> I have get somebody to mow your lawn money. 30 bucks a week? Mm-hmm. Wow. It's actually not that cheap to have someone mow your lawn, which is... Well, you, you put a value on it. Is it worth it? You, depends how big your lawn is. Yep. It depends what they do. These guys are young, ambitious 
guys that started their own company a couple of years ago. They mow my entire lawn and they do all the weed wagging. That's they nice. do all the trimming yeah. for thirty bucks. That's nice. I'll take that every day. We um, hadn't had a chance to mow for a, a while and saw the neighbors had their lawn service working, so we went over and we were like, "Hey, twenty bucks and just run your mower over this," and they did. So that was nice. Yeah, that's nice. One time, I mean, it caught you up. Then the neighbors fired him. <laughs> we don't like those people over there. <laughs> Quit contaminating your yeah, mower with their yeah. little grass. No, my neighbor started building a big boat. Oh, because of the flooding? Yeah, he's got a lot of animals, and it's getting to be messy <laughs> well, now. Well, it's like pairs. Yeah. He's got two of each animal two. over there. It's, it's really weird. Did you see the uh, – it's, it's somewhat ironic. It, uh, Was there a bus stop nearby? Yes, probably. But the – what is that, the Ark Encounter? Yeah. It's whatever in, the, the what, giant Ark, wherever it is. Kentucky, Tennessee. Uh, suing the insurance company for not covering flood damage. But um, bum, that's a joke, right? It's, it's, oh, it's true. No, no, no. It's oh. true. It's true, oh. and it's huh. ironic. Would the boat sink? No, it was. I mean, that's why. So it's funny when you yeah. just say the headline. The actual story is um, flooding took out their uh, a entry road. road. Yeah, an entry road, and so whatever. But it's just it's, it's, where, it's ironic. Where was your Messiah there? Where was your Messiah yeah, there, that's, Moses? <laughs> that's from uh, Ten Commandments. Oh yeah, wow, well, George C. Scott. Yeah, that's. That's current. <laughs> One person got it. <laughs> that was my mom. Up in the thumb, they... Uh, that's the thumb of Michigan. It's Michigan of looks like Belgium. a... Net. How many people are going <laughs> to yeah, know good, that reference? That's funny. Uh, yeah. Uh, so what, near uh, Lake Huron? Well, yeah, you'd say like Saginaw people might know where Saginaw, Michigan. No, they don't. <laughs> Bay City, Saginaw. Detroit. Northern Detroit. <laughs> Way north. Uh, yeah. They had... Uh, in one county, probably 15 roads that got washed out really? and closed because of the rain. I think they got a lot more rain. In, in the thumb, that's 90% of the roads. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I know. There's <laughs> not a whole lot up there. They got the farm roads. But, Farmers uh, probably not too happy about all the rain. That's a very flat part of the state, and yeah. they grow a lot of sugar beets there. And I think potatoes. But that's where uh, Pioneer right. Salt, they have some process, or Pioneer Sugar has some processing in that area. Yes. Because they grow a lot of beets. They in do. The thumb. They do. It's a nice, uh, rich black soil. I've ridden in a uh, big old truck hauling sugar beets. They do? Yeah, a few times. Hitchhiking? Yeah, I needed a ride to uh, southern Pioneer Detroit sugar. <laughs> to Pioneer Sugar. <laughs> needed something for your Need coffee. My sugar fix. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, speaking of sugar, did you see about the the, the uh, 20,000 pounds of trash left on a Virginia beach? I did. Over Memorial uh, Day. They had a big party there, and I saw a video. What what pigs and slobs? There was just, and it wasn't a huge beach. It was just a, a strip of beach that was on Chesapeake Bay, and it was just inundated. And people left, like, the pop-up tents. Yeah, and umbrellas and lawn chairs, and they just left it's everything. Weird. It looked it looked like the aftermath of a global warming convention. That's what I was going to get to. Oh, you don't see that sorry, kind of trash I... after a Second <laughs> Amendment march. You really don't. No. Speaking I, of which, September tenth at the Michigan State Capitol in Lansing. Be there, be square. We will be picking up all of our trash. What I did see though was really nice. Is I saw a few spots where people at least had put all their trash into trash bags and left them there. <laughs> 
you that, know, that's considerate. That's bad. But I, uh, the real, I mean, the real th- problem here is that dogs aren't allowed on most of those beaches because they're too messy. But all the darn trash is okay. I mean, who are we really worried about? Maybe we shouldn't allow people on the beaches. 20,000 pounds in Virginia Beach. For comparison, Florida volunteers picked up a reported uh, nine tons of trash on Pensacola area beaches through the whole year of 2018. Wow. For the whole year. Nine tons is 18,000 pounds. Right. But that's for the whole year, not one event. Wow. Jesus. All right. Um. You that, had you that, had that's a lot. That's a lot of trash. You had some breaking news today. This was breaking. Got the email from the White House ten minutes ago, uh, from Trump. Oh, not the White House, Donald oh. Trump. So I don't actually have the we details. The but uh, on Thursday today, <laughs> President Trump abruptly announced a new five percent tariff on Mexico beginning Ooh. in early June. Five percent. That's saying good. that it will gradually increase until ongoing Ill- illegal immigration stops. Oh, so it'll go on forever. Yeah, and <laughs> it'll and, be a hundred percent and gradually <laughs> increase. Right, and and that'll be good because then all of the American companies in Mexico, you know, they'll go to some other GM. South they'll just go farther south. I mean, what do you? I don't. I don't know. I don't like. I don't, tariffs I don't too like much. taxes. Yeah, not a fan of taxes. Uh, these sorts of taxes just get passed on to us because we're buying things from Mexico, like Chevrolet vehicles and we're, avocados and things. We're we're feeling the effects of it a little bit uh, in the economy with the China tariffs and all that. I know mm-hmm. that my portfolio has not performed very well in the last couple of weeks. Yep, which is not good because I'm close to retirement and I want to enjoy some of that money before it's gone in tariffs and taxes. Yep. Yeah, I mean, for sure, and and I see it directly um, ordering things from Chinese manufacturers. Prices are all going up because of it, and whether it's reality or not, the prices are going up, and ugh. I think long-term it may actually work, but I just don't, I don't like taxes. I just so much don't like taxes. What about taxes that you don't like? I don't like them. Who's going to build the roads? I don't care. Who's going to protect your house? Listen, government built the roads in the thumb, Brian, and they all washed out because of a little water. That's poor engineering. It should have been waterproof. Where's your messiah now? So uh, <laughs> what uh, – I, I, I don't understand. If there's no taxes, Nate, there's no police, there's no fire, there's no EMS, um, there's no – uh, Health care. Yeah. There's nothing like that. I know. you you got to do your fair share. It'd be anarchy. Taxes are the price you pay to be in a civilized society. Maybe I don't want to live in a civilized society. Well, then go to Somalia. <laughs> do they have taxes? No. <laughs> well, right. they do now. <laughs> <laughs> They're becoming more civilized. Yes, they are. Mm. No, I was just reiterating the argument. I know what you're doing, and we've talked about it before. Roads would get built. Health care would happen. Are you saying on this show we've talked about taxes? And what would happen if we had no taxes? Yes, we have no more taxes. And my solution is... We have no more taxes today. For example, McDonald's would build a road to their business because they want to sell people hamburgers. And they want their products delivered. What the hell's going on in Belgium? (laughs) 
Oh, those Belgians. What are Belgians called? Belgians? I think that's it. That sounds close. What are they called? Belgians, right? I would think like, Belgians. Like the waffle? Oh, you damn Belgians. I'm hungry. I think they're called Phil's. I haven't even had dinner yet. <gasps> no dinner? I know. You know what I had? My wife fixed stuffed stuffed seashell talk about pasta with, with cheese. And the pot, the seashells were as big as footballs. So she had a casserole dish, and there was like five footballs in it. Was it really? All covered. No. Wait, oh. They were good size, though. And they were all covered with, uh, you know, a meat tomato sauce. And it was just dripping with cheese. Those meat tomatoes. tomatoes. Meat and tomato. A tomato. You can have a tomato sauce with no meat, right? And then you can have a meat, <laughs> to- ah, meat tomato sauce. Can't you get, isn't uh, like beef steak? Tomato isn't that a thing? You could use beef steak tomatoes to have a uh, meat tomato sauce. Are they vegan? What beef steak tomatoes? Uh, yes. All right, that's good because I was thinking about going vegan. <laughs> I know that's not true. <laughs> I would ask. All right, what'd you do with Nate? Uh, where we were going with all that? I, I don't no know. Idea. I don't know. That just got added in. Late breaking news. Anyway, was your dinner good? Because I'm very hungry. I know. I'm going to tell you about it. It was dripping with cheese, melted cheese, and this nice, hot, delicious, meaty tomato sauce and this <laughs> pasta. And then it was like a ricotta stuffed pasta shell. And it was just, oh, it was delicious. Nice glass of Chianti. And some, All right. Some garlic bread. That's a lot of crickets. Oop, that was the wrong button. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Damn it. That's a lot. Let's talk about Mount too. Everest because I've been thinking of going vegan and climbing, climbing? Mount Everest. Yeah. 11 dead so far. Yeah. Uh, this year. This year, yeah. Which hundreds is... and hundreds of people have died up there. The problem, it seems, this year apparently is uh, it's like a line at Disney World. If you've seen the photographs, people are literally butt uh, to belly. <laughs> I was going to say something else. But to belly, lined up, climbing uh, to the top. Yep. And part of it is Nepal is, uh, gives out uh, licenses. It's like you 11, have to purchase a license. $11,000. Yep. And I read somewhere it's like sixty to $100,000 to get all the equipment and pay for the guides and do everything to make the ascent. And what they're getting now is every Tom, Dick, and Harry. There's no requirements like... Mm. Uh, the, the argument one person says is that anybody can go. I mean, if you go for the Boston Marathon, you have to qualify in other races. If you want to climb Mount Everest, pay the money. Right. And they're getting a lot of older people, guys in their 60s. And so what's happening is we're there. blaming capitalism because companies are doing no, it. No, we're blaming. Companies s- are doing it cheaper and cheaper. So a good company might charge $100,000 for the whole thing and require you to have experience at altitude. But now companies are doing it for like $30,000 and not there's no requirements. They'll take anyone that gives them $30,000. Yeah, and that's capitalism. And those are private companies doing it, not governments. Right. You still got to pay a license for the country that $11,000 to yeah. Nepal, right. So I guess it's littered with trash and bodies and well, it's, 11. It's no, it's just eleven fresh ones. It's just, just this year, yeah. yeah. They're starting to bring some down, but there's hundreds of bodies up there. Yep. In the old, the old days, they because the, there were so few people that did it, they left the bodies up there as their final resting spot, as a, as like a monument. But now it's clogging up the trails. Now it's they're terrible. Not, they're not and then very oxygen wide. bottles. It looks like that beach in Virginia. 
it kind of does, yeah. especially in the lower uh, base camps and stuff. Just trash everywhere. Serpas die. You don't hear about that too much. The serpa, so a lot of serpas die. What's a serpa, Brian? A serpa is a local who knows the terrain and is acclimated and carries all of your like dining room tables and uh, <laughs> your uh, your cellos and your. Why are you taking this makeup wine, kit? <laughs> your your wine your collection wine, yeah. up there? No, I'm not kidding. I mean, some people do that, but. Uh, so what it's becoming also is that well you know if any Tom Dick and Harry can do it what's the big deal why why bother then it's not it's not special anymore it's not uh, something look that's if, peculiar if money is the only thing uh, differentiating it be you know being prestigious and not that's then who cares anyway because most of these people that are paying the cheap guides are not making it to the summit. And that's like the real prize and where the real prestige comes from. Yeah, but a lot of them were. The picture I saw was showing two or 300 people in a line that was 200 yards long, and the peak was right there. So it was like you go up, take a picture, and come back down. Next guy stands, takes a picture. I don't think it works like that. It was similar. It, exactly how it I was. I think you saw video? Because I think if you're 50 feet away from the summit, that's still a ton of work to get there. It's not right. like, move, I'm going to, here I come. It's like that's going to take you a ton of time and effort just to get there. Picture I saw. A lot of people get that close and don't make it. In the old days. Fairly recently. They go up without oxygen. Yeah, well, and people still do that. And now, now Having oxygen makes a big difference yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's like walking to the mall then. <laughs> we should do it. Do you think we could raise some money? I, I think you might be able to do it. I know I oh, couldn't no, do it. No, there's no way. I couldn't I couldn't climb out of the airplane at the airport in Nepal. Yeah, I don't think I could make to it climb to climb into the, the I don't think I could make it to, to get base to the base camp, right. which is what? Is that 10,000 feet or 20,000 feet up or something? Is. I couldn't make it to that, but there's there's a few different But I think we could do we could turn this into a fundraiser. Mm-hmm. You know, if we raise the 30,000, yeah. we'll hire a one of those A lot of people want us dead. We'll hire one would, of those they, cheapy uh Guides and we'll go for it. We'll get Benny Serpa guides, <laughs> the cheapest in town. A A A A A A Mount Everest guides. All right, first in the yellow pages. <laughs> Are they better than A A A A guides? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah, a good book is Into Thin Air, and it talks about. Uh, an actual trip going up the there where a bunch of people die, and oh, it's sad. Uh, you one, can't make mistakes. When the, a keynote speaker to a conference I went to was uh, the woman. I don't know if she she was attempting to lead the first all woman um, expedition. Uh, she failed the first time they got. She was. I mean, that's how I kind of learned right, about. Right. She was super close, but yeah. couldn't do it. I've heard she was sick, that. or someone was sick, and. And then she finally went back a couple of years later and made, made it. it. But, yeah. Um, yeah, pretty cool. And I think they were doing it without oxygen, maybe. Oh, boy. That's that's really tough. I mean, yeah. I need oxygen lying in bed. I, I, I wouldn't at mind. At sea level. I wouldn't mind being on the summit, right? But I have no interest in going there. Like, the process of getting there, well, I have no <laughs> interest in that. That's true with a lot of things yeah. in life, right? <laughs> I'd like to have a billion dollars, but I don't want to have to go through any of the trouble. No, that's not true. I do it. want to do that. Yeah, I but, don't want to climb a mountain. But would you rather have, you know, a billion dollars and enjoy it and not having gone through the I'm not sure. 50 years of acquiring it? I don't know. I don't think it? so. 
I think you yeah, would. I don't. I don't know. I'm not sure. I do it. I have no morals or scruples. Well, it's not. Give, it's give not a money. moral question. Give me the money. It may be a scruple question. I like scruples. That's I've, a funny word. I've seen your scruples. <laughs> you don't have any. You couldn't have seen them. All right, let's move on. All right, Robert Mueller. Oh, or Mueller. Oh, Mueller. Yep. Go ahead. Quick. I don't. Uh, I have nothing to say on that. I don't have a lot to say. Did you watch his four-minute speech? No, but I've heard some analysis of it. Yeah. So he he suddenly was like, "Yep, making an announcement from the uh, DOJ." Department I'm out of justice. Here. He gets up there, he talks, and basically that's what he says. He says, I'm done. The investigation's over. I have no interest in talking about this anymore. What's in the report? That's it. That's all I have to say. I don't want to testify to Congress. Uh, I'm out. I mean, that's the real story. But, but what then did he, he say? also said, just to be clear, if we were confident that the president did not commit a crime, we would have said so. Yeah. And so what, a, what, a, what does that mean? What a squishy squashy. Oh, 100% intended to be uh, squishy squashy. Uh, I'm leaving, but let me just drop this bomb real right. quick. That way, exactly what's happened, the media and the Democrats have latched onto that, saying, well, if he said that he wasn't confident that they did not commit a crime, that means Trump must have committed a crime, which means he must have colluded with the Russians. Nate, if I was confident that you were beating your wife, or you're not beating your wife every night, I would say I would say so. Would you, yeah, would but you, I, I'm not confident that you're not beating your wife, think, so think of, you're beating your wife. I mean, that's, that's exactly right. That it's, I, well, I saw the meme. I'm not confident that there is no Bigfoot, which means that there is Bigfoot, right? That's not, it, right. it's, it's not how it works. There's, but that's a, a typical argument for a lot of things, and it's an, a logical fallacy. And, and they weren't, I, they weren't investigations don't necessarily attempt to prove that something did not happen they they try to investigate to see if there's evidence that a crime did happen well even it's super hard to prove a even, negative even even in our court of law when you if a if a jury comes out and says not guilty they're not saying that you didn't do it right they're saying we don't have enough evidence to say that you did do it but it's it's so, not a, it's not a proclamation of innocence right. when you're found not guilty. So 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 of course there is a possibility that Trump did commit a crime. And by the way, just to be clear, the crime we're talking about is obstruction of justice, hmm. not anything related to what the actual investigation was about. Collusion. And that's all of the charges that have come from the investigation have none of them have been about collusion, in, except some indictments on Russians, which is ridiculous. All of the crimes are like, oh, we caught you lying, or you didn't remember the facts, and so we're charging. There's people in jail. There's people that are financially broke that are still fighting because of process-type crimes that have come from it. It's ridiculous. Uh, it's going to be interesting, though, because the Democrats really want Robert Mueller, I don't know how to say Mueller, it, Mueller to testify because – they think he has more information than right. what he put in the report. He does not want to. Why would he not put it in the report? They're just holding on because, to hope that, yeah, I know, that but our it, president but it, is a felon. Logically, if you think and that, he probably is. <laughs> why would he risk that? If it were to come out that somehow you know he didn't report something that he knew about, he could go to jail for that. Could. I Yeah, I don't know. So why why I, would he have done that? I have no idea. Plus, I don't think he likes Trump. So I think he would have 
right. said something. Yep. Which takes us to Justin. Well, the other thing that Robert Mueller said was that, uh, you know, just to be clear, we did an investigation, but we were not allowed to charge the president with a oh, crime. Oh, that's the other thing, yeah, because he's a sitting president. And Which can't. Did, he did not say that he should have or wanted to or had evidence to support charge of a crime. Well, he said policy says I cannot. Well, what, no, but what he could have done, though, is he could have said, listen, we have this evidence that that suggests illegal activity. We can't do anything with it because he's a president, but we can give this information to Congress, and then they can do something Which about it. Which is exactly But he didn't do that. We, right. Well, what he did is he, he gave all of their investigation to the attorney general, who then decided that there was no crime. And and the uh, But I'm saying if there was evidence that there exactly. was a crime, he would have given it to Congress. Yep. And he didn't. Yep. So him saying that, uh, you know, we didn't find anything, or, we, I, you know, we couldn't do anything because he was a president is bull crap. Right. So we should be done with this whole thing, but we're think? not, unfortunately. Lots of money wasted. Oh, yeah, a lot. And people's lives ruined. Yep. All right. We have a, a Michigan representative. Yeah. Uh, from Over Grand, in, like, Grand Rapids, Grand Rapids area, area yeah. right? And he's a Republican, very strict constitutionalist. Um, he's that's what I would say: a constitutionalist. He he uh, he doesn't want to do anything that is contrary to the basic fundamentals of, of law, uh, federal law. And he thinks that Trump should be impeached, or he's calling for the impeachment as a Republican, and. Because of that, the DeVos family, who is our Secretary of Education. Yeah, not Betty her DeVos, directly, but No, but that, that family, family yep. pulled all their funding that they'd been backing him for all these years. I guess he was fine with them and did what they wanted for all those years. But yep. now that he said something against Trump, bam. Predictions are that he'll he'll win again. and, and He probably on. will. Um do you think he's setting up a presidential run in 2020? I don't know that if that soon, but I think in, another, in eight years maybe. I think so. Well, I, I, I don't think he has a chance against Trump. If he gets him impeached, he does. Oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> well, they have to go against Pence. Well, yeah, if he runs. Right. And Pence would run. You think so? Oh, yeah. Have we seen this before? It's pretty standard. Yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know. Whatever. It's interesting. It seemed like a, a scream for attention, and it worked. He got a lot of attention. He, he got did. Democrats to love him. Yep. He got Republicans to hate he him. He got moderate Republicans to back him. Yeah. But I think he's misjudging Trump supporters right. if it really is a political move on his part, because uh, I think there's way more Trump supporters. Especially in Grand Rapids, I think. Yeah. Conservative. No, the DeVos family is there. And Republican. Yep. So, I, but, but he probably will. I mean- He's always been kind of a outside the lines candidate, and he's won more than once right. in his district. So I think there's not he's, much chance he, that he'll he lose runs. Like, he's the guy that that can't be bought, you know, type of thing. except for by the DeVos family. Apparently, apparently, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's take a break, huh? And oh, uh, good let's idea. do a trivia question. Oh, bad One idea. of my favorite. 
been doing a lot of presidential stuff. I'm I'm getting away from that. You said week. that was your thing. You wouldn't let me do no, presidential no, I'm doing trivia this because fine. Then I'm doing I'm it. A fat, really? Right. Go ahead. You want me to do mine while you're looking up at the last minute your trivia, which yep. I spent hours and hours doing mine. All right, and I what think we've talked about what day and before. year did Harry Houdini die? Harry Houdini, the probably the world's most famous magician. What year did he die, and on what day? And extra points oh, for geez. where hmm. he died. And extra, extra points for why. And how he died. Yeah. Wow. All right. We'll be right back. My Parents Open Carry, a program kids book from White Feather Press. 13-year-old Brenna and her parents spend their day in typical fashion. But what's not so typical is that Brenna's parents lawfully open carry handguns for self-defense. And the Strongs join a growing number of families who are standing up for their Second Amendment right and bringing gun ownership out of the closet. Order your copy of this unique kids book at MyParentsOpenCarry.com. You know advertising works. And as you listen to this right now, so are others. Advertising on the Internet is a proven way to get your message out there. So if you have a business or some message you want to get out, why not advertise on At Odds? Our rates are reasonable, and we can create and record an ad for you at no charge. If you already have a 15, 30, or 60-second audio ad, we can play it on our show. At Odds can be heard on Red State Talk Radio, Spreaker, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and you can watch it on our YouTube channel. You can mail us at talk at adoddshow.com, and we can discuss and personalize an ad campaign for you today. It's a bumpy ride through the political jungle with Nate and Brian. Whenever I'm feeling a little down under, I can always count on Nate and Brian for their interesting perspective on topics important to freedom and civil rights by listening to the At Odds Show. Nate and Brian cover important topics with insights, intelligence, and of course, humor. I can always expect a laugh or two. So if you want to be informed and have a great time, give these guys a listen. The Ed Odd Show with the greatest political talk show hosts in history, Nate and Brian. Nate and sad that they actually believe that. So give a listen because the delusional need love too. What? 
Are you looking for some way cool t-shirts? Check out ChuckDug.com. They have hundreds of crazy fun t-shirts like gun, patriotic, and you better believe zombie shirts. At ChuckDug.com, you'll find quality shirts at a quality price. All shirts start at just 10 bucks with free shipping over 50 bucks. Mention Radio 1 coupon code at checkout and grab a cool 10% off. That's ChuckDug.com. T-shirts with attitude. Hi, I'm Brian. And I'm Nate. If you like the Ad Odds Show, and we know you do, why not order your very own Ad Odds t-shirt sizes small to 6XL in a cool black color? So support our show, check out the great prices at chugdug.com, or head over to our website, adoddsshow.com, and click the link. And unlike listening to our show, you won't be disappointed. All right, we're, we're back. back. Yeah. yeah, we're back. Of course, you couldn't tell. You're listening to the Ad Odd Show. I'm Brian. I'm Nate. Uh, we have a trivia question before the break. On what day and year did Harry, the magician Houdini, die on? Extra credit, what city and of what? What were some of the guesses we had? We had uh, 1942, June 4th. Okay. We had 1819. Mm, that's closer. Uh, we had New York, New York. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, we had Belgium, Belgium. That's weird. That's odd. And that's we North had Dakota. one guess of 1936. Close. That's it. Okay. Well, um, what's cool about Harry Houdini, he was into spiritualism, right? He believed, or no, he didn't believe it. I'm sorry. I take that back. He was fascinated by it, but didn't believe in it. I feel like you're making this up. And, uh, he, and Arthur Conan Doyle, the author of the Sherlock Holmes, was a big believer in spiritualism. And he was friends with Houdini until they got in an argument finally about that. And Houdini devoted his later life in disproving all these charlatans. But he had a secret code word with his wife that he said, should I ever be able to communicate after I'm dead, this is the message. And every year they had seances with his wife, and they still have them today. They don't know what that code word is, but it's a big social gathering. He died October 31st on Halloween, 1926. Eric Weiss was born in Budapest to a Jewish family. His father was a rabbi. They moved to Appleton, Wisconsin when he was four years old. Very athletic, won many medals in cross-country and track and field. Houdini died of peritonitis, which is a rupture oh. of the bowel that causes an infection. Remember, 26 before antibiotics. Yeah, and it was secondary to a ruptured appendix. Now, witnesses to an incident said that Harry Houdini was lying in his dressing room in a Montreal theater. Um, and a McGill University student, Jocelyn Gordon Whitehead, uh, wanted to know if Houdini still had the challenge, which was you could strike him in the stomach and it wouldn't hurt him because he was quite mm -hmm. fit throughout his whole life. But now he's in his 50s, I think, you know, and he's a little more paunchy, and he's laying down, not ready for it. And he asked, he said, hey, Houdini, can you take a punch? And Houdini said, you know, yeah, 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 get, you know, get away, kid. And this jerk punches him repeatedly in the abdomen, and Houdini had to beg for him to stop. And uh, he traveled uh, 
and did a couple more shows and ended up in Detroit, Michigan, where he died in a Detroit hospital of complications from peritonitis hmm. in 1926. <clears throat> Wow. It's an interesting life, Harry Houdini. Um quite the showman. Made made movies, he was an actor, musician, the all around Bon Vivon. That's it. On this day in eighteen sixty eight Harry Houdini oh. by proclamation of General Logan of the Grand Army of the Republic, the first uh-huh. major Memorial Day observance is held to honor those who died. In defense of the country during the Civil War. Mourners honored the Civil War dead by decorating their graves with flowers. On the first decoration day, General James Garfield made a speech at Arlington National Cemetery with 5,000 people there. Now, Nate, there were several local observances Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that had taken place Mm -hmm. prior to this large one uh, around the country. Um, But it was uh, 1966, the federal government under Johnson, declared Waterloo, New York, as the official birthplace of Memorial Day. Okay. Waterloo had first celebrated the day, May 5th, 1866, where the town had made Memorial Day an annual and community-wide event with businesses shutting down and parades and decorating the graves with flowers and flags. It was after World War I that they declared in 1971 Congress made it an actual national holiday. On the last Monday in May. Hmm. But the first one was uh, May 30th. That's, that's today. That's today. Wow. It's interesting. Right. Anyways, let's move on. Okay. Pelosi was drunk and senile? Yes. Okay, All right. that's let's it. Let's move, move on. on. Uh, do you want to go into Yeah, that? so it's interesting. It's a little more than just the Pelosi thing that's interesting about this. There was a video, and I don't, I don't remember who put it up. Uh, Politics Watchdog or something posted a video on Facebook. It was posted in several other places too: YouTube, Twitter. That's several, right? A couple, All yeah. two of them. Yeah. Um, it posted a video which was doctored. It was basically slowed down to seventy-five right. percent of its original speed. I couldn't find it to play it, but it made her sound like she was slurring more than she already does. It made her sound senile, mm-hmm. which she is, mm-hmm. uh, or drunk, you know, but... Um, Remember, just because she looked drunk doesn't mean she wasn't drunk. Exactly. <laughs> if we knew for sure she was not drunk, we would say so. Yeah. Well, we can't say that. So the video gets reported, and Pelosi gets all angry about it, and... Oh, I doubt she did. Google... Well, she is now. Google... Uh, decided to take it off of YouTube. Uh, Facebook said, well, we don't think we should take it down because it it's sort of freedom of speech. Huh. It also Facebook? Yeah. Isn't this weird? It's weird, isn't it? Uh, it also is a good example of fake news or damage that something about we wouldn't be able to learn from this situation. What did Pelosi do to piss off Zuckerberg? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. (laughs) So it's weird, but uh, Pelosi made a statement which makes her sound senile. Uh, She says, we've said (laughs) all along. Yeah, she's, we've uh, (laughs) said, listen, we said all along in that Facebook. No, she said, we've said all along. 
poor Facebook. They're unwittingly exploited by the Russians. Uh-huh. Well, I think wittingly, because right now they're putting up something that they know is false. I think it's wrong. Uh-huh. <laughs> what does she care? She said they're 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 lying to the public. I think they have proven by not taking down something they know is false that they were willing enablers of the Russian interference that's, in our election. That's, that's, what in the hell? That's democratic logic. What, what in the hell does a doctored video of her have to do with proving that Facebook was uh, enabled Russia to interfere, collaborating with the Russians? Yeah. I mean, how are those things remotely <sighs> related? The the leap. I mean, if that's not senile, it's highly illogical, Captain. Jeez, what in the world? It's ridiculous. So uh, I think Nancy Pelosi's senile. I think you can just listen to her words in uh, you know undoctored form, and you'll see that she's yeah. either drunk or senile, or both, or both, or maybe she needs a little scotch. She needs a little scotch in her. So it's it's really interesting, though, because um, conservatives, Republicans, whatever, always complain that Facebook is only limiting uh, conservative speech and mm-hmm. only going. But there's countless. You can't count them, at least on, on two hands. That's what countless means. Yeah. They're uncountable uh, examples of Big Facebook numbers. doing the other thing where they... They're limiting liberal pages or not conservative pages or leaving up a gun groups an unflattering video of Nancy Pelosi. So I don't know. I like Facebook. I will continue to use Facebook. By the way, most of the people complaining about Facebook are doing it on Facebook. Which is odd, isn't it? It's a little ironic. Bus stop nearby? Yes. Move on to the next item. Yeah, do that. Is, I love that. I love baseball. I love America's pastime. It's a game that's just, It's. I know people hate it because it's, it's so slow, slow. But it's a game of so anticipation, slow. of strategy, of uh, odds and percentages. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a beautiful green field on a warm summer evening. It's got popcorn and hot dogs and beer. I mean, what more could you possibly One of want? the hardest sports to announce. Uh, because there's so much downtime. Right. So you have to add lib, and you don't know when the downtime will be. You don't know when there will be good action. Okay. Thank, thanks, Kurt Gibson. All right, so uh, a baseball card uh, was recently sold for $1.2 million. I had three of these. What a, what a deal. Really? Yeah, and I put them in my bicycle spokes. <laughs> Honus Wagner earned $10,000 a year to play shortstop for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Wow, overpaid. He was the highest paid player in the sport at the time mm-hmm. in 1909. And that's a, like, I don't know, 700000 today or something. It's, or 250000 or something. Pretty good uh, wages for that time. But it was a 1901 T206 card, and it was graded, it was graded good Two. Now they grade on one to ten. Ten being the best, one being the worst, and then they have like bad, a poor, good, excellent. All right, and then they give a number. This was a good two, which was somewhere in the middle. Yeah, me. But <clears throat> the pro- or what makes him valuable is that he refused to work with tobacco companies on the baseball cards, so they stopped making baseball cards. Scarcity so not a lot is what of made uh, supply and demand, but. 
It's capitalism. According to uh, Beckett, which was an auction house, one of his cards was sold in 2016 for $3.12 million. Ooh, his value but, is going down. No, but it was graded excellent four or something. So wow. it was really okay. good shape. Yep, yep. So yep. and for more. So the, the, the news here is that, yes, people are buying it even in less desirable condition. Oh, of course. I, I wish I had one. You can either have no baseball card or you can pay $1.2 million for an okay For a Honus Wagner. Yeah. You don't know Honus. He was a shortstop for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Overpaid. No, one of the highest paid. Didn't say yeah. overpaid. I said overpaid. Oh, of course you did. Jeez, I, re- I remember watching those games and thinking, man, why are they paying this guy so much? Back in Boy, $10,000. If I had $10,000, boy, I could do a lot of stuff with $10,000. I could I could use 10000 now. <laughs> and his, his card went for more money than he made in his entire career. Right. Playing baseball. More than most people's careers. Well... Most people don't have a baseball card that sells for anything, though. So most people's cards sell for less than their career's worth of salaries. Probably. His didn't. Right. But he's not around to enjoy it. He was sadly... Uh, Did he have a code word with his wife? He sadly was choked to death by his uh, his baseball cards <laughs> in an alley in Brooklyn. Hmm. Are we almost out of time? Do yeah, we want to well, get mean, into got, this? We've got five minutes or so. Oh. Yes, we want to get into this. Okay. This is the perfect thing to end on. NRA meltdown. Hmm. Acker McQueen ad agency, PR agency, announced that uh, it has moved to end their relationship, decades-long relationship with the National Rifle Association. It's one of the latest dominoes to fall in an ongoing legal, legal battle which could ultimately mean the demise of the gun group's affiliated TV network, NRA TV. And uh, they've got a lot of personalities, a lot of hosts, a lot of guests. They have a lot of um, shows that they have. And apparently they work not for the NRA, even though it's sponsored by the NRA. Yep. They work for Ackerman McQueen ad agency because they foot the bill and they produce the show and they produced a magazine too, I think, one of the NRA magazines. From the Firearms Coalition, which is an organization, it says the NRA is suing the PR company. They want additional and more detailed billing information along yep. with details of the agency's contractual arrangement with the NRA's former president, Ali North, who resigned recently at the National Convention. NRA is also suing the company for $40 million over the leaking of confidential internal documents, primarily consisting of a couple snarky letters sent in response to the original (laughs) lawsuit over incomplete billing records. This is what's bad, and this is what we, you and I have said this for years. We know that this happens, but it points out that the NRA CEO, Wayne LaPierre, spent twenty to $30,000 per year on clothes and billed it to the, mm. the NRA. Well, but and, not quite. And he well, billed it to the ad agency, ad agency that so then they could pass it through, and they could right, right. bill the NRA. It doesn't, it's came out of the NRA's purse. Yeah. 
LePere receives uh, over $1.4 million a year. So he couldn't afford the clothes. I mean, Plus, he gets a generous expense account. The letters also pointed to private jets and limousine charges and several months' worth of rent for a luxury apartment near NRA headquarters for a female summer intern at the bequest of LePere. Huh. Her name? Monica Lewinsky. Oh, no, it was Monica <laughs> She's still interning? <laughs> She's still interning. She can't you get think your career would have taken off by now. The other issue is that a lot of the directors, and they have a lot of uh, directors on their board, are being kept in the dark of what the hell's going on. Mm-hmm. And they've been rebuffed, Nate, Ooh, rebuffed, rebuffed really, rebuffed. to get detailed information regarding the approximately $2 million per month being paid to an outside law firm to handle various NRA suits. Ackerman McQueen answered the NRA's $40 million lawsuit with a countersuit of $50 million. Nah, I raise you $10 million. I'm sure more stuff will come out. We'll see what happens. But I don't think Wayne LaPierre is going to willfully want to resign and he'll go down fighting. You think so? $1.4 million a year plus perks and interns. <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, he's you know, no spring chicken, you know. He's getting up there, too. He could probably retire and be okay. I I would think so. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know how he spends if his If he money. has trouble, he could come with live with you for the summer? No. Okay. Nope. Nope. I'm not a big fan. What, what I don't like, and I'm not a fan of the NRA and some of the stuff they do, but this doesn't look good for gun rights people mm. in general because now the anti-gunners can say, ha, 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 look at that. The NRA is going to be destroyed. They've got... Uh, yeah, egg on their face. It's just terrible. It, there's never anything like this in, uh, you know, liberal organizations. No, of course not. Like the Democrat Party itself. I mean, they never have scandals. And you know where I read a lot of this on Facebook? Did you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> must not be true then. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't banned. No, go figure. Yeah. All right. I was going to say something. It was profound. Um. Don't know. I don't Was know. it about the NRA? Yep. Hmm. Probably not important, though. Well, we consider the source. Hopefully the NRA, if they do survive, they learn that they need to control, I mean, their major outlets. They have NRA TV is like a big part of sure. their communication out to the public. Right. They don't even control it. I, yeah, that seems odd. Yeah. Seems like their CEO's making poor decisions anyway. Right. Well, one point four million he's he's fine. He's gonna be okay, Nate. I think he'll be okay. Yeah. We've got about a minute. Let's talk about San Francisco here. Sure. Uh when was this from though? It's a couple weeks. It's a couple weeks old, but it yeah, So I don't did there. they vote on it? I don't know. Okay. We probably shouldn't talk about it then. Well, I don't know. Well uh, we could we could talk about if they want to and we don't know if they did. Well, the vote was like last Tuesday and I don't know if they <laughs> But they they were uh, looking to become the first city to ban to outlaw facial recognition technology by the police and government, which is pretty cool. I, I like that. Taking but other steps to uh, anti-surveillance steps. Yeah, which so, is nice. But you know why they want to do that? No, why? Well, because the mayor was going out and shooting up in the streets with all the four thousand <laughs> other people in her neighborhood, and she doesn't want to be seen. Yeah. Uh, you know, That's, that could be true. I think it's cool if they ban it for government use as long as it doesn't affect private use, which is where the sticky points are. 
What are you gonna do? Hey, we're out of time. I can well, I can do a joke if we got. Time. Uh, we we do not. Okay. So uh, no show next week. Which yeah, is unfortunately, uh, I'm going on a trip. But then uh, the week after, maybe should be. All right. We'll see, see you then. All right. Bye bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.